Before we get started, today's episode is brought to you by Annunciation Designs. For 10% off $20 or more, visit AnnunciationDesigns.com and use the code DIAPERS10. This is Diapers and Disciples, episode 48. On Diapers and Disciples, we're talking about living out the Great Commission as a mom. I'm Amber O'Hearn, and this is part four of our five-part series on mom self-care. Today's chat is with Anita Vettel, and if you have ever felt overwhelmed with laundry, work, scheduling, cooking, and still making time for your kids, this episode is for you. (laughs) Anita shares how ordering her day and just tackling the task at hand actually is a form of self-care, and how implementing small changes to her daily routine has allowed her more pockets of time to pursue creative ventures and have more intentional time with her kids. Thanks for listening in today. Here's my chat with Anita. Hi, Anita. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Amber. Thank you for having me. This is great. I'm excited to chat with you. Um, I know you and your family, but for those who don't, who are listening, could you tell us a little bit about you and about your family? Yes. Um, So my name is Anita Vettel, and I'm married to Matt, and he works in development for NET Ministries here in Minnesota. And I'm a former high school theology teacher Um, years ago, but now stay home full-time with our three sons, and they are four and a half, two and a half, and one, and so they keep us really busy, and I get to spend my days with them, so it's a real blessing. That's so great. I love it. So what comes to mind when you think about how you personally live out the Great Commission as a mom? Um, That's a great question. Um, I think for me, I used to be a theology teacher, and so I would teach about this, the Great Commission, and um, Jesus's command to make um, disciples of all nations. And um, and as a mom, I definitely spent the first few years just feeling really like stressed and frazzled and kind of just balancing home life and children. And um, I wasn't necessarily super concerned about or wasn't even able to think about um, showing my children Jesus's love and making disciples of them. And um, kind of as I kind of just became more comfortable as a mom, I realized that I needed to gain more order and routine in my home because I was so frazzled that I'd feel kind of paralyzed throughout the day and I wasn't getting things done, but I also wasn't loving my kids the way I should. And then I definitely wasn't going out into the world or encountering people with the love of Christ. It was just kind of me frazzled all the time. So for me, I found a lot of fruit and freedom and and grace in um, creating order and routines in my home so that I'm able to not worry about those like super practical details and I'm able to be more present to my kids and show them love and be patient with them during toddler meltdowns and you know coming in and out of naps and um and so and then I've just been able to then love the world a little bit better too like moms who need a a meal because they're um, they've just had a new baby. I'm able to bring them a meal a little bit more freely, or um, we have a relative who we can go visit because they're older and not able to get out as easily, or you know, charitably encountering the lady at Target who comments on my children or something. Like, I just have a more ca- greater capacity to love the world as I've kind of established more order and routine in my life, which was very counterintuitive to what I thought um, I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I don't think God is asking me to have it all together before I start loving people, but um, for the sustainability factor, I think it's been really helpful 
to say like, okay, let's get our things in order. And then like the Lord's going to bless that. And I'm going to be able to love people better and show them his love because I have kind of that, that space to do that. I, I really love that. And I am so glad to have you on because I don't feel like this is something that comes naturally to me. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure there are a lot of moms that um, can relate to that as well. Do you feel like you are kind of an orderly person anyways? Like does order and organization come easily to you or is that something you had to learn and practice? Yeah, not at all. It has been something I've had to learn and practice like so intentionally. And my husband is the complete opposite. He is steadfast and ordered and he he sets his heart and mind on something and he is 100% focused on it. And for me, um, if it in the past, if it hasn't come naturally and easily to me, I want to set it aside and just give up. Yeah. Um, and so motherhood has been a whole series of things that don't come naturally or easily to me sometimes. And so um, between that and keeping a home, um, it's been, I spent the first number of years as a mom just wanting to resist the things that were set before me. And um, it has been, I even, I'll tell Matt sometimes like, is it supposed to be this hard? Like, should I have to be working against my will like mm. this or working to get my will um, ordered in the right way so hard? And he's like, yeah, I think like this is part of being human. It's hard sometimes to do the things that you need to do. And um, so I think just acknowledging like, this is really hard for me. And it's really hard for me to like see this load of laundry all the way through and just validating that has been really freeing. And then also... Um, then seeing the fruit that comes from me saying yes to that and being able to not stress about that load of laundry and like be present to my kids like oh wow like who would have thought that by getting my laundry done and having a routine for that like I'm able to love people better but it's totally been how it's worked in my life so it's been like it's a it's a daily um, thing that I have to kind of gear myself up for though yeah Oh, this is so great. I love this so much. I'm excited to dive into the practicals a little bit. But first, I wanted to ask you, because we're talking about this like in a self-care series. And I think a lot of times people, you know, when they think of self-care, it's like time away, time to myself. And people don't initially think of like getting things done and tackling Mm -hmm. tasks. So um, what do you think about like how that relates to self-care or how it's related for you? Yeah. Um, so for me, I think because, I mean, I was, I just felt really frazzled and kind of chaotic all the time. And so when people would say, Oh, and then make sure you're taking care of yourself too. I'd be like, uh, so I have no idea how I'm supposed to do that. Oh, like take a bath. I hate baths. Oh, just get out of the house. If I get out of the house, I'm going to come back and it's going to be crazy because Mm. I've left it crazy, Mm. you know? And so, um, I resisted self-care for a long time too, just saying like, I literally cannot figure that out right now. Yeah. Um, and so I like kind of as, as our third son was born, he was actually a really easy, great baby. But um, I just felt really in over my head with kind of I'd kind of been like faking it till you make it. And then all of a sudden wasn't faking it or making it. And it was just like all falling apart. And um, I just I have a distinct memory of just sitting in the living room talking to my husband and being like, I've got to do something. And um, this wasn't like, I feel like there's a period of chaos postpartum where like, it's just going to be kind of crazy no matter what. And like, this is not the time to deal with like really trying to work on getting things done. But so we're like out of that period and I'm just thinking, okay, what can we do moving forward? And um, 
so like the first thing was like, I just need to prioritize me time. And, um, and I'm not a morning person, but everyone swears by waking up before your kids. And so I was like, I just, I need time to think and I need time to pray. And then I like need to come up with a plan for the day. And so, um, my husband would bring me a cup of coffee and I would sit and pray and like have a complete thought and, um, come up with kind of a vision for the day, make sure I had like a meal plan figured out. And it was kind, it was self-care in that it was allowing me to do the things that I was supposed to be doing. And then um, I kind of had an idea of what I needed to do for the day and I had a plan. So I would start getting things done. And then I suddenly started finding other pockets of time throughout the day to kind of care for myself. So like I wouldn't be scrambling as much during nap time and I could sit down and um, I was also trying to simultaneously teach myself how to do calligraphy, which prior to this wasn't happening because I was like, when am I supposed to, you know, try to figure out calligraphy in the middle of all of this. But I started having these pockets of time where I could make that happen. And so then I was able to start doing that a little bit. And um, that felt super freeing and it was fun to be creative. It was really life-giving. Um, but I wasn't able to really do that until I started ordering my day a little bit more and getting things done. So I feel like my perspective is a little bit of like get stuff done so you can take care of yourself. But for me, just leaving the house crazy and then coming back and being like, oh my gosh, now I have to pick up the pieces from this like self-care that I was just trying to do um, wasn't super fruitful. So I do get out and it is life-giving for me to be able to go to a, a coffee shop or get my nails painted or something. But um, I have found more life in just finding regular pockets of time throughout the day or throughout the week where I'm like, I'm just going to like pause and I'm going to get to read my little Magnolia journal magazine from Joanna Gaines or, um, you know, do some calligraphy or call my sister or something. So um, that has, that has allowed me to practice self-care in the midst of a pretty chaotic time with like three little boys and lots going on. Right. Yeah. I can relate to that image so much of like being like, okay, I need to take some time for myself. So leaving like a chaotic house and then like going to a coffee shop or whatever to have that time, but then coming back into chaos and it's like more stressful <laughs> and it, like, I don't feel like the, that time away was maybe as fruitful as it could have been because, you know, I come back and things are um, still chaotic and I'm still at the same place. So I love that idea of um, getting things done in order to have those pockets of time in your schedule where you feel free to be able to do those things for yourself and be creative. Um, do you think that uh, this requires getting up before your kids? Do you feel like that's a key piece to it? For me, it was, but um, my kids have never been like super awesome nappers. So I feel like if there's a chunk of time, I, for me, I wasn't able to accomplish this while my kids were awake and around me. So I think for me, that's probably the key. And the only time I could ensure that happening was before my kids woke up. So I suppose if you have that time, and then I would always be way too tired at night to try to right. think think about my week. Like I was like, I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. So um, I think if if my kids were really regular nappers where all three were going to be giving me a solid chunk of time to be able to 
complete a thought. I think I probably could have done it then, but um, for me, I knew if I got up early, I would have this time. And my husband was home during that time too, so he could be on the boys and kind of like mm-hmm. ward them off until I was ready to like emerge from my my quiet time. So for me, that that's where I found the most um, help. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'm thinking about. Um, like all of the things, just for me personally, the things that like I know need to happen sometime soon, which are like laundry, um, like mm-hmm. spills that have happened on the floor. So the floor is sticky, <laughs> like dishes in the sink. Yeah. And it can feel overwhelming. Like there's so much to do. And I want to be able to just spend time with my kids as well. Um, so do you have mm-hmm. any tips for just getting started? Yeah, I think getting started is the heart at least for me, is the hardest part. Like, um, I think about all the things, kind of what you just listed in my head, that's going around in my head all day long or has gone around in my head all day long. And so then I'm like, okay, how do I even start that? And um, so I think where I have found the most peace is by um, simultaneously, like thinking about those things, but also getting started. And so, um, if there's a spill on the floor, then, you know, I try to like wipe it up as quickly as possible. But I also acknowledge, oh, I didn't know there was a spill on the floor and now the floor is sticky and now I need to clean the whole floor. And I'm like, that's just not going to happen right now. And so giving myself the freedom to say like, okay, I need to tackle that. But there's also this like child who's having a meltdown. So I'm going to deal with that and with the child and then um, mm-hmm. move on from there. But something as I, so Um, I've kind of just tried to run with this idea of like tackling the task at hand. So it's like, what is the task that is right before me? Like it's right in front of me. I need to get it done. Yes. There are a thousand other things I should, should, or could be doing, but what is right in front of me. And if I can work on doing that, then I can get that task done. Um, and then move on to the next thing. And if I'm, if I'm interrupted, I know, okay, I was, I was unloading the dishwasher. I'm like a quarter of the way done. I'm going to pause on that deal with this poopy diaper and then come back to the dishwasher. And I'm just going to like work on trying to empty the dishwasher. And that's going to be my task. And yes, I have laundry that needs to be done, get done. And I need to make that phone call to make the doctor's appointment. But like right now I'm dealing with the dishwasher and any other spontaneous things that come up during that. Um, And then I've also just found a lot of freedom in kind of walking through. This was something I would do like in the morning before the boys were up, like, okay, what, what are the daily things that I anticipate happening today? Like getting the boys dressed, doing breakfast, breakfast cleanup, unloading the dishwasher, um, you know, going for a walk and, and kind of just listing out all the things that kind of ideally would happen for the day. And then kind of just having, not even assigning a time to it, but just being like, okay, these are the things I think will probably happen. These are the things I'd like to have happen. And then I can kind of go back to that list and say, okay, we got totally derailed. What in the world was I doing? What am I supposed to be doing? And keeping the list really practical too, not like, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even think of things that aren't practical. Like, But um, just staying really practical and just going back to that list of like, what are the main tasks that I think I should be working on today? I'm just going to go back to it. And maybe I don't get to the whole list, but I at least know it's there and I can kind of refer to it as I get distracted or as I'm interrupted by whatever could be happening and taking like really small steps to like get there. Like, okay, I gathered up all the laundry. Okay, good. Like now 
know, at the next free moment, I'm going to start the load and, and just mm-hmm. like trying to just take those small steps and acknowledging, Hey, I like did those things. And, and I also managed a lot of chaos or took care of a lot of crying children or, you know, just also recognizing that sometimes it can be really overwhelming and, and taking care of our kids is like also like totally valid and necessary and such a huge um, mission that we have in addition to all of these other household and life things. Right. Yeah. I, and I love that idea of having a list too, because I think for me, what ends up happening often is I will think of things that, oh, I need to do. And then all of a sudden that becomes the priority. Oh, I just thought of something new. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me do that really quick. So I don't forget. And then it's more things are coming in. And so sometimes I'll like have a lot of half done projects. (laughs) And so having a list, like a written down list, I can imagine would be so much more helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, I thought of something, I'm just going to add it to the list. And, you know, I'll get to it when, you know, when I'm there. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's so easy. I think just even having little interruptions, and our kids kind of distracting us at different times or whatever. And then I've also found like, oh, I unloaded the dishwasher. And now I'm going to like, have some time with my kids too, like, and kind of blocking out times of the day where that it being intentional with my kids has been really helpful. Like I'm not thinking, Oh, yeah. I should be vacuuming right now. Or I, we should be running errands. Like, no, actually that's going to happen on Friday. Like, so I'm going to do that on Friday. I don't need to worry about doing that right this second. And I can then have the freedom to be really present to them and not feel like I should be doing something else. Or... Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I wondered about that with like a list of, of things that you have to get done is there that temptation to just keep moving on to the next thing in the list without being like, okay, this next, you know, 30 minutes or hour or whatever is just time with me and the kids being intentional. Um, so do you have, I know you mentioned like, oh, we'll do the shopping on Friday. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of have like, oh, things that you want to do throughout the week to kind of help space out the tasks? Yeah. So the way I've kind of looked at it is kind of a daily routine of, waking up and doing our morning routine and then having some time in the morning to get things done, but also having some time to then spend time with my kids and they're around while I'm doing things too. So it's Mm -hmm. not like I am unloading the dishwasher. So don't talk to me. Like they're talking to me and they're around all throughout (laughs) that. So, um, but they know when I'm distracted and when I'm not. And, um, so on my daily routine, I'll say like, try to do these, you know, this, you know, unload the dishwasher and then, you know, spend, time before lunch, hanging out with my boys, whether it's outside or reading books or going for a walk. Um, and then I've also kind of blocked out like weekly things that might happen during my week. And right now mornings kind of mid morning have, has worked for us. So, um, like I know on Fridays, I'm going to try to do my grocery shopping and maybe something comes up, but usually that's when we're going to do our grocery shopping or, um, like Mondays have become my laundry day. So I know that that's going to require me to be running upstairs more than it probably would. And so um, maybe there'll be a little bit more independent play a little bit, but we'll also be home during that time. So I can also spend time with my boys during that time. And um, so Mondays and Fridays have kind of been days where I have kind of weekly things that I'm doing. And then hypothetically, I'd have like a bathroom cleaning day or, you know, like, 
bathrooms just elude me for whatever reason reason and, um, <laughs> like okay so like Wednesdays could be like my bathroom day um that hasn't been executed perfectly um but I do think having kind of a daily routine of um with a little pocket of like a weekly activity we can plug in has been helpful because in the day stays kind of similar but I'm able to kind of insert different things depending on the day of the week Hi friends, just wanted to take a quick break to tell you about today's sponsor, Annunciation Designs, offering beautiful hand-lettered products that call to mind the sacred in the midst of the ordinary. Tea towels with quotes from saints, greeting cards for everything from baptisms and confirmations to ordinations and weddings, soft Catholic baby swaddles and labor encouragement cards. And the purchase that is next on my list, the St. Goals shirts and sweatshirts. With matching mother-daughter and father-son shirts, you and your child can call to mind some humble, courageous, and prayerful saints. You can also have your custom family mission statement hand-lettered for a beautiful piece in your living room or kitchen. For 10% off your order of $20 or more, visit AnnunciationDesigns.com and use the code DIAPERS10 or check out the link in today's show notes. So you have a blog and you have a post on your blog where you um, go in depth and talk more about this, but the subtitle for your whole blog is um, progress over perfection. Mm -hmm. And I really love that a lot. (laughs) So I was wondering if you could uh, talk a little bit about that, what that, what that's meant to you. And yeah, so um, it kind of came from, I think probably from my husband, because I am really quick, as I said before, I like, if it's not going to come easily or naturally to me, and if I can't do it perfectly, then I'm going to probably want to quit. And so again, like motherhood has been just a, you know, constant refining of like, okay, yeah, that's going to be hard, but you're still going to have to do it. And um, I was really getting stuck in these ideals of like, gosh, like, like cleaning's not going perfectly. I'm just not even going to attempt that. Like, um, you know, getting, getting these errands done, isn't going perfectly. So whatever, I'll just do that another time. Like, Oh, like, um, our laundry schedule, like it's just laundry's everywhere. Like, I'll just have to do that on the weekends, I guess. And, um, my husband just kept reminding me like to focus on progress over perfection. And yes, there are perfect situations and ideals that we could be, um, focused on or aware of, but, like we need to focus on making progress and and like taking small steps towards those ideals and those goals. And um, rather than just getting so caught up in the perfection that you never start because you just know you're going to fail. So um, I have found a lot of freedom in just kind of starting, like we talked about, like, okay, we just have to start something and then taking like small steps in the right direction and tackling the task at hand and whatever it is that's right before me. And then momentum has just built in my life where um, I'm able to take on new things or grow and like actually have a routine for certain things or be more present to my children or um, like laundry used to be the bane of my existence. And my husband was like, I don't, I don't even know. Like laundry is just getting done. Like this is amazing. Cause he was even burdened by it because mm. he would come home and would just be like, laundry everywhere (laughs) so um but I had to start and and actually start practicing it and trying things and it didn't go perfectly and it still doesn't go perfectly but just knowing that it's going to um take some small steps is really important 
So it's, it's what's worked for me. And it's not like I'm trying to like have like a cop out, like, Oh, things aren't ever going to go perfectly, but I mean, they aren't. So it's just us celebrating the progress that we're making and the small steps that we're taking rather than getting caught up on like what could be better. And that, gosh, like, gosh, nothing's going perfectly. It's celebrating the successes, I think. Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. So I'm, I'm thinking about, do you have any advice for the mom that is like looking around right now? She's like doing the dishes and she also has like piles of laundry everywhere and bills to pay and, you know, appointments to make, like you said, and, um, and just feels like totally overwhelmed and is not even sure like where to even begin. Do you think it's in making a list or, or what would you say to that mom? Yeah, maybe. I think, I think there's like list people, like some people are really, they really like making lists and making lists Mm -hmm. brings them solace and like kind of helps them see what it is they should be doing. So I think if like you in particular are a list person, it could be helpful to list out just all the things that are weighing on you and that are just like, oh my gosh, I just feel maybe focus on the daily things versus like all of the life goals that you have. But just focusing on the daily things and maybe that'll help kind of organize your thoughts or um, kind of just help you gather everything that's swirling around in your brain. Um, But I also think for me, I kind of established like, um, and I think I might've, I might've read this on another blog, but just kind of like, there are some non-negotiables. And for me, it was like, we need clean clothes and our laundry to be done and we're going to have to eat And so those are the two things I really focused on like meal planning and getting the laundry done. And so that's another reason why like bathrooms are kind of like, well, well, our bathrooms will get clean. It, you know, I'm just still working on what that routine is going to look like exactly. Um, And so maybe if a mom is just like, whoa, like what is going on? Um, Deciding kind of what that one or two, one of those one or two things that she could be working on um, that just if that doesn't get done, the whole world's going to fall apart. Um, I think focusing on that and then giving yourself the permission to just wait on the other things that might be weighing on you. Like, yeah, it would be ideal to not have weeds all over your grass, but like maybe don't worry about the weeds right now. Or, um, yeah. hmm. or it would be ideal to like be eating and cooking all organic food and like not having any disposable anything or anything plastic or something like that might be nice, but right now that's actually going to really make life a lot easier and allow me to like get things under control or whatever. So um, I think giving yourself the freedom to focus on one area that maybe you really feel like you're going crazy about and then let the other stuff come as you get a little bit more order um, in your life, I think could be helpful. And then, but just like the daily practical stuff, I think that just focusing on taking small steps in the right direction and like tackling the task at hand has been like huge for me. Like, wow, there are like no dishes. I need to get the dishes loaded or unloaded and just doing that, like, and not worrying about everything else that's going on and then move on to the next thing. What's the next thing that like presents itself. And then you can kind of make a list from there. Like, wow, it seems like I kind of do these things on a regular basis. Um, is there a better order I could do it in? Um, or something's better to do it during naps versus not. Um, I've heard that, and I, I've seen this at work in my own life, like don't do anything uh, during nap time or at night that you could be doing like while your kids are around. So like, um, you know, like you could 
you know, I don't know, whatever. Some people like to fold laundry um, in the quiet and be able to listen to podcasts or something like that. But, um, you know, if it's like, wow, I don't mind folding laundry while my kids are around, so I'm not going to do that during bedtime, but I actually want to work on this other thing at night that's harder for me to do while my Mm -hmm. kids are around. And and just kind of like rearranging our days, I think, can sometimes be helpful and free us up to, I don't know, regain order um, in, in our, yeah, in the chaos, I guess. Yeah, that's good. That's so helpful. And, um, yeah, I'm just feeling so encouraged to <laughs> give this a try, particularly with my mornings. Cause mm-hmm. I used to be, um, you know, there was a time where it was better about, you know, getting up with Cameron and, you know, getting my day started with him. But lately I've just been getting up at what we call, we like to call it kid o'clock. <laughs> when oh, the yeah. kids get up, I just get up with them. And, um, but I do think like the days that where I am up and wake up, um, you know, I've heard it said like wake up um, for your day instead of waking up to your day, mm-hmm. that those days are, you know, the days where I can thrive because I do have that moment, like you said, to think about, to take some prayer and to think about, okay, what's for dinner tonight and what are we doing today? And <laughs> just feel a little bit more prepared to to take on the chaos that comes. <laughs> yeah. So I really love that. So how have you seen the Lord at work in your life the last year? Mm. Uh, I feel like the Lord has just shown me so much patience and mercy. I was, as I've said, kind of a basket case after our third son was born. And um, I don't think it came from a place of postpartum depression or anything that um, I needed to seek you know, counseling for anything, life was just kind of, kind of chaotic and kind of messy. And so I kind of took it to the Lord. And after we kind of entered or exited the fog of newborn life, um, I was just like, Lord, I want to do something for you. I want to do something. I feel like my days are a mess, like we're a mess. And um, I just really felt him start to challenge me on how I was spending my days and kind of just, just consistently was telling me, that like he wanted me where where I am like I've given you these children don't resent them I would I would resent them for interrupting my prayer I would I would it was like almost like I was surprised they were here in the morning like oh well that's what you've signed up for like you have children so you're going to have to spend time with them and um and so I just felt like he was saying like just live the life that I've given you and get your home in order and establish routines so you're not stressed out and you have the space to hear my voice and to love your people better and every little effort I would make, um, I really clung to the in conversation meditation books within the last year. And any little okay. effort I made to, it was like every time I would open it, it would be like exactly what I needed to read, you know, and, and it would mm. give me something to kind of meditate on for the day. And, um, and if I made a little effort trying to establish a routine, I felt like he, he was like, yeah, like you've got this, you can do this. And um, he just really blessed my efforts and I just felt his mercy and, uh, just the patience that he was, he was giving me. Um, and, and then it just really validated the little tasks I'm doing throughout the day. And, and that like, he's calling me to this and it's worthwhile to get these maybe seemingly mundane daily things done because it's going to allow me to then love my family better. And it'll make me more free to help others and serve others. And, um, and I just feel like, he's extended so much mercy to me, even just kind of in my like desire to want to do something else. And 
Um, and he's just kind of affirmed like where he has me and that this is enough. And um, I'm just really grateful for that. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And what is your favorite part of your home and why? Oh, um, I love, we call it our blue room because there's a blue couch <laughs> in it. And um, I have a chair in there where I can pray and we have a little oratory like um, Beautiful. set up, yeah. you know, where we can, uh, we change out little pieces for each um, liturgical season. And, um, and there's a bay window and it lets the sunlight in and we're in Minnesota. So like half of the year, it's so cold. And so the sunlight streams in and um, during the winter, it's like dark in there when I'm up in the morning trying to get ready for the day. And it's just, I really love sitting in there. And then our kids um, will read, like we'll read in there to them or um, do a little family prayer or something. And it's just, it's just a great room, a room that's mm. warm and inviting. I love that. So do you have a separate um, like living room space as well? This is like an addition to that? Yeah. Or? So this is like that little room that is like a formal living room, which it's like, what in the world are you supposed to do with this? And so <laughs> um, we kind of didn't know what to do with it. And so it's kind of become like a kind of like a thinking praying room sort of. And um, there aren't a lot of toys in there. The boys can bring toys and play in there and stuff. But for whatever reason, they just keep it mostly in the other room anyway. So it ends up being kind of a more peaceful and less cluttered space. So that's been, it's kind of a solace throughout my day and my week. That's so nice. I love that. Um, and what have you been loving recently? Mm, um, my husband and I just got to take a trip for a wedding. And oh, fun. So just travel, the two of you? Yeah, just the two of us. And we flew on an airplane, which we've never done since we've had kids together he travels for work and so he loves being in airports and traveling and I just haven't gotten to do that at all um so it was so fun to get to fly together and um it was a long flight so we got to watch a movie on the airplane and um, have conversations and um it was really fun to just be the two of us and um my parents stayed with our boys so they had great like grandparent time so um, there was a lot of prep leading up to it and I think anxiety and stuff, but it all worked out perfectly. And um, it just, we had never really had a trip away like that and um, just kind of reinvigorated us, I think, as a couple. And it's just fun to reconnect just the two of us. Hmm. I love that so much. And we actually might be in a similar situation in um in the winter this this year because I think Cameron and I I'm going to be helping him out with um a um work project I'm going to be helping with some of the interviews which is fun and so I think um my parents are going to watch the kids while we go on this work trip together and so uh hearing you talk about it is getting getting me excited so hopefully hopefully that happens because I can just imagine how just refreshing that is for your marriage just to have that time together and um yeah be on on an airplane without you know needing to run back to the to the bathroom with your little ones like all the time or or like just hoping no one screams or anything there were kids on the flight and I was like you're doing a great job you know we just wanted to like cheer everybody on there's a mom like nursing on the plane I was like I just wanted to like you know, cheer on, which is not what a nursing yeah. mother wants at that point. But I just that's wanted, great. I think you know we're we're you're doing great. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, but it was so nice that it wasn't. You know, we weren't having to to navigate all of that. And it's fun traveling with our kids, but there's also an element of stress. So right. it was a treat to do that, just the two of us. 
That's really neat. I love that. And my last question, do you have any mom hacks to share Mm. or something that's making your life easier? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So laundry has been so hard for me to get under control. And I um, recently kind of started to try to implement a new kind of way to go about it. And one of the things is to do a load um, on cold with all clothes that need to be hung up because Uh um, at least for me, when I've done, when I'm doing laundry, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to run up and get it out of the dryer because there's like three dress shirts. And then the next load's like, and there were a couple more. So I need to go up and get that or whatever. And, um, and so this has like revolutionized things because I just put in the load when I know that I'm going to be able to grab it out of the dryer and all of the hanging clothes come out and then you hang them up real quick on hangers and then your hanging clothes are done and everything else just needs to be folded. And, um, that has been like a total game changer for me because I'm not, I still should try to get this stuff out of the dryer fast, like quickly, but, um, it's not like, oh my gosh, and I need to hang it all up quick. So, right. um, so you're saying you kind of de-escalates the laundry situation. Yeah. So you're saying you do all the, all the clothes that need to be hung up, like the dress shirts and everything all in the same load. Is that what you're oh, Okay. Yes. Got yep. it. Yeah. And, um, and do it on cold because apparently then it won't, they won't bleed and we haven't had any problems. So I don't, you know, I th- think you should be good, but, um, if you do it on cold and then, um, once it's out of the dryer and you just pull it all out and can hang it up and you don't have to worry about it hanging up every, anything else for the rest of the, the, the loads of laundry. Cause I usually, what I usually do is it's been like, um, laundry on one day cause I was doing it all the time and it was making me crazy. So if, um, if you can round up enough hanging clothes at once, it's been like a total game changer. Yeah, so. that makes sense. I think that's a, brilliant idea. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's been yeah, awesome. That's really great. Um, yeah. Well, Anita, thank you so much for um, coming on the show and sharing with me just about your life and um, how the Lord's been working. Um, if people are interested in checking out your blog and in particular that that article that you wrote, um, you know, about tackling the task at hand, mm-hmm. uh, where, where would you want to direct people? You can go to my website. It's uh, www.anitavettel.com and Vettel is V as in Victor, E-T-T-E-L. And um, it's, I kind of talk about progress over perfection all throughout it, but um, the post that talks about getting things done is towards the bottom of the page and it's titled How to Get Things Done Without Losing Your Mind. <laughs> and um and I'm pretty new to blogging and pretty new to like Instagram, but I'm hoping to post more just kind of about what I'm finding to be helpful and just trying to share practical tips because I found a lot of people encouraging me, but they would encourage me and then I'd be like, great, what am I supposed to do with that? Like mm. there's still chaos all around me. So I'm just trying to share what has happened for me and hopefully others can be encouraged too, or at least just be validated that like, you're not the only person trying to navigate all of this right now. So I'd love for anyone who's interested to check it out. That's awesome. Thanks so much, Anita. Let me go ahead and close this in a prayer. Okay. Lord Jesus, thank you for another day to love and serve you. We pray that you would give us the grace to see clearly the the tasks at hand and um, just be able to tackle that one task at a time, uh, one act of service at a time. Help us to know that 
in washing the dishes and uh, wiping the counters and caring for our kids that we are serving you, Lord. And we pray this in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hi, friends. I love how Anita shared that establishing order and routine helps us to better encounter and love those around us. When we feel ordered at home and in our day-to-day, that allows us to be more generous with our time, with our kids, and serving others, and helps us to be more charitable to those we encounter. I hope you found this episode helpful for you, and thanks for listening in today. And I wanted to give a special thanks to you listeners in New Zealand, the Philippines, Poland, and Slovakia. I received a notification this week that the podcast is in the top 50 in the kids and family category for those countries, so that was a fun email. Wherever you are listening, I am so glad and blessed to have you as a listener of the show. And if you were the only listener, I'd still be doing this show, so thank you specifically for listening. Until next time, you all are in my prayers. God bless.